0: Good morning, and welcome to the Snake River Lib Podcast. It is May Day. Monday. Welcome. Thank you so much for listening. In honor of the Communist Celebration Day, I'd like to point out that the uh, Biden Mortgage Rules are going to go into effect, which will mean that if you have bad credit, you're going to get about a 30% uh, reduction in your mortgage fees um, for your home application or for your home buying. And if you have really good credit, you're going to have a 50% increase in those fees. Because that's the world we live in. Secretary Mayorkas, yesterday, has redefined a secure border as meaning we're doing our best. And if we're doing our best, then the border's secure. What do you think about that answer? He, of course, blames Congress, which... Some rationale to that. But he blames Congress because Congress has made it impossible... For him to do his job the way he wants to do it. Meaning he doesn't want to do his job. I mean, it's as simple as that. No matter how you look at it. He wants an open border. Now, he doesn't say that, of course. He can't say that. And keep his job. But that's what he wants. And it's wrong of Congress to not fix the law that he won't enforce. You see, he's conflicted. And in reality, if you're in that position where you are so conflicted because what you want to do, or perhaps we'll even give him the benefit of the doubt here and assume that this is not political, which is ridiculous. Let's assume that he feels like the United States has a moral obligation to overwhelm its welfare state, to overwhelm the infrastructure. If he feels there's a moral obligation to do that, and yet, He was hired to do a job that is specifically contradictory to his moral beliefs. One, he really shouldn't have taken a job. He should have gone out and made a speech about how under the current legal system... Our immigration system is immoral, and he would have no part in it. That would have been the ethical thing for Majorcus to do. But instead, he, as long as as well as the administration, because we really don't know who's running anything here, but we do know that the president signed a number of executive orders upon being inaugurated. That have caused the crisis. Now, see, this is one thing they don't understand. Biden can sit there and say all the want the all he wants that the border is closed. Mayorkas can say all he wants that the border is closed or the border is secure. However, their actions tell people all over the world: if you come to the United States and you get across the river or the border, we'll let you stay. You know, Hungary Hungary doesn't have these giant steel beams stuck into the ground that requires some risk to eliminate. They essentially have a chain-link fence. They don't have the problem with illegal immigration that we do because people know if they're caught, they'll be escorted out. Here's the thing. We don't know how many people that are being paroled into the United States. Those who, are, who come across the border, they're caught, they're processed, they're, they are sent to a red state near you or also to blue cities that are sanctuary cities where they are given a quasi-legal status, but they have an obligation to report or to check in at their destination so that they can get an immigration hearing. The majority of those that are processed that way don't ever check in. They just disappear. Of those that do check in, about 75% of them, when their asylum claims are finally heard, are denied. And then deportation proceedings go. Now, what is more moral? Letting the world know that you will not be allowed in the United States unless you legally enter so that people don't even make the trip, so that people don't end up being funded by NGOs to the cartels who end up getting a little side action, either through sex trafficking, uh, sexual abuse, or forced to carry drugs and other paraphernalia. Or letting them in the country, processing them, assuming that they report in in a year or two or three, they have their asylum hearing. Asylum's denied. And so once they've established themselves here in the United States, is it moral to rip them up, their family, and send them back? In my personal opinion, it is far more moral to tell them to not come and to mean it. Do you know it would dry up the illegal immigration at the border? Not letting them pass the border. When they turn themselves in, you know, And be disingenuous if you want. Process them so that they have a a notice to appear. Put them on a bus. Send them back across the river. And drop them off. What's the more moral way to handle children? Unaccompanied minors. First of all, when a parent comes forward, a parent, and I'm doing air quotes here, you can't see that, of course. Why is that parent not charged with abandonment? That this unaccompanied minor best case scenario has already been used and abused by the traffickers and has just been dumped on the north side of the Rio Grande. Or worst case scenario where they are never picked up by border control and they're brought in. There are tens maybe even hundreds of thousands of kids that have come across the border illegally that are now working as de facto slaves in this country. Child labor. And the ones that are working in the fields and elsewhere are the lucky ones. Because they've been released into a a family member. When Donald Trump was president, They had a real good solution for that. They did DNA tests on the spot. Even those that came across as a family. You know what that did to illegal immigration? Dried it up. But we can't even mention Donald Trump's name as far as Having been president. I mean it's just it's just you know, you know we're trying to erase them from history partially. but it's just like with Majorcus and the definition of a secure border meaning we tried. Tell that to the Cincinnati Bengals this past year. Well, good job. You tried. You won the Super Bowl. Except, no, you didn't, because winning and losing has meaning. Secure border has meaning. The word shall has meaning. As in, you shall detain everyone who comes across. The fact that your your president, meaning the head of the administration that you work for, Mr. Secretary, has made it impossible for you to do your job is no reason for you to blame Congress. And I'm looking at the clock and I'm realizing that here it's almost 12 minutes in and all I've talked about is the border. I'm sorry about that, except it's too important. Not so well. The border is important, yes, but what's even more important is the redefining of a term. By the way, a secure border is defined by statute, meaning that no one gets across, or rather, operational control. I mean, I want to be precise: operational control of the border which may be why Mayorkas is not using that term, is defined by law. Mayorkas' excuse when confronted with that? Well, no president's ever done that. Okay, we can't excuse what happened before you. But you have no business justifying your inability to do your job because they weren't able to do their job before. You shouldn't have taken it if you felt like you're incapable. And this is, this is a tact that they should take. Secretary Mayorkas, are you capable of fulfilling the law? Should have done it in his confirmation hearings, Secretary Mayorkas. Do you understand what it means where it says you shall detain? I know you're saying, what kind of a libertarian are you that that stands up for for a strong border? Simple. It's a case of morality. These people that are brought in, let's presume that they're not wealthy in their nations of origin or have wealthy sponsors, but let's assume that that they are who they are portrayed to be, which are the poor just trying to find a better life, that are running from somebody do you think that they've escaped the cartels when they make it to the United States? Because that's what they're running from, right? They have this fear of imminent, imminent life-threatening danger. Do you think that fear is gone once they cross the Rio Grande? Actually, it's much worse. Because after everything that they've gone through to get to the border, and the poorer you are, probably the worse it's been. That's why they give birth control to nine-year-old girls. The terror only begins. Because now they're living in that shadow, even if they have some sort of a quasi-legal status, which they really don't. But if they miss a payment, they can end up dead. You know, they used to have those mine towns in West Virginia, Virginia, Kentucky, etc. You know, there's a song, you know, I owe my soul to the company store where, the you know, you have the town, the the mine owns everything, school, church, store, you pay rent, you buy stuff at the company store, and guess what? You're always either breaking even if you're lucky, which keeps the miners there. Well, it's no difference. The, the trafficking today is no different than that. So you tell me what is more moral, especially in light of the fact that the federal government's one job is to secure the border. Okay, there's other news. Hunter Biden and uh, the stripper, whose name I don't remember, and it doesn't matter. Better not talk about anyway. Is reported is are they are required to appear in an Arkansas court today, and for all the remaining proceedings regarding uh, Hunter Biden's pathetic petition to reduce child support, you know. If you're going to argue that you can't afford the child support, probably having a house in Malibu or renting a house in Malibu, hiring the best attorneys in the United States and living in the White House is not a good way to demonstrate that you can't afford the child support that you were given. Because the judge wants to know if the laptop is legitimate. You know, the laptop, which a lot of news is tied to today. You've got Hunter Biden's laptop that the story released by the New York Post was treated as Russian disinformation and by a letter signed by 50 intelligence people. These intelligence people signed this letter that was written by Anthony Blinken. It was presented in 2020 for those that weren't paying attention. Of course, I'm even shocked that I'm not surprised, but I mean, the audacity that they would do this. It was presented as a group of intelligence people who feel like this is disinformation, this is Russian collusion delusion, part two. Or 2.0, I guess, would be the more common vernacular now. What it was, in fact, well, I guess, in a way, it was Russian collusion 2.0, because this was put out, this letter, was not by these intelligence officials concerned about national security. This letter was put out by the Biden campaign, just like the Russian dossier was put out by the Clinton campaign. It was solicited by Anthony Blinken, who currently serves as Secretary of State, two intelligence types that would either that, well, many of them are, are um, known perjurers. But what we do know is their, their hatred of Donald Trump because they're strong supporters of the deep state. So back to Arkansas, um, you know, this this lady wants her daughter to be able to have the Biden name. And the Bidens are fighting this tooth and toenail. Now, personally, I understand both sides of this. You know, I'm going to presume for a moment that Hunter actually cares about the child, which he doesn't. How do we know that? He's trying to reduce child support. His parents or his father does not even recognize this little girl, four-year-old girl, as a grandchild when it has been proven that she is. You want someone like that to preach to the nation about caring for children? Whether it's the care of genital mutilation, I mean chemical castration, or the sexual abuse that unaccompanied minors face when they approach the border, which we've just talked about, and beyond the border, not to mention what's rumored in his daughter's diary. I mean, all honesty, they should have to cancel the the uh, Easter egg roll every year on the White House lawn because it's too close to someone that would probably otherwise be known as a known sex offender. Power off. Rumors: There's charges of tax evasion, um, some fraud, and of course the uh, lying on the background check form for Hunter Biden. Couple felonies and misdemeanors. How pro? How how fitting, isn't it, that that Hunter Biden would be taken down on a. A similar charge as Al Capone. He might be forced to make the deal knowing that his daddy can pardon him. This Arkansas thing, though, state court completely out of daddy's hands directly. But they have hired the best attorneys in the country to try to uh, overwhelm this poor lady trying to, who, as a stripper, put herself through a very impressive school. So, her competency as a parent probably is not really under question here. And it could be, at, at some point, it could be that she might not want to have the name Biden attached to her daughter. But there's so much more on the laptop. But if there is an admission in court that the laptop is authentic, oh boy. I was going to talk about Vivek and his interview with F. Chuck Todd, or Up. Chuck Todd, on Meet the Depressed. I might save that for tomorrow. Anyway, I do have to run. My life matters, does yours? It's a Snake River lib.